Um, so anyway, you are able to book your hotel room. Uh, Mahadi has the menu for the meal service delivered to your room. Uh, the way that his uh, arrangement is made, it's the backs of all of these vehicles and uh, beasts of burden, and also vehicles shaped like beasts of burden that have pop tents that fold out from the front. So that's sort of like a, like a food truck with a covered awning that they can yes. pull out. Uh, all the way... <laughs> what are those shitty Pontiac SUVs that fold it out into a tent? Remember those? <laughs> they belong we in hell, right? give them away <laughs> on Survivor. <laughs> in Hell's RV Park. Yep. <laughs> uh, but they basically form a horseshoe shape. They all open into the center of the horseshoe, so they're protected from outside invaders by a thick wall of metal vehicles. Mm. Um, and then there's only one entrance in where this... Uh, gaudily dressed maitre d' uh, introduces himself as Mahadi and uh, sort of gives you the tour of what's available in here. And as a brief recap, there's a number of different merchant stalls. They sell all manner of magic items, mundane items. You can buy uh, terrestrial food here, uh, which is something you haven't experienced in a while. The food in hell is unilaterally terrible. Uh, always tastes vaguely of sulfur and brimstone, and the water always tastes befouled. And you can actually get imported food and water here if you're so inclined to pay the price. Evian. <laughs> every, every every restaurant in hell is basically the Olive Garden. <laughs> it's uh it's a hotel, so you get bottles of Fuji. They cost you 15 soul coins. Yeah. Um, you also met a few of the merchants. Specifically, you met Bernie the barber, uh, who is a uh, sort of chubby, older, middle-aged, callousite woman uh, who is down here. Looks like a human woman alive. Not like undead monster or anything like that. Uh, and Bernie is operating a barber in the uh, medieval sense, which is to say that she does cutting your hair, but she's also uh, an amateur physician. And pull your teeth and stuff. Do bloodletting. Leeches. I mean, bloodletting in hell is really not that much of a specialized thing. Like, you can go anywhere. You can go anywhere, anywhere for blood taken out of your body. Leeches, too. I've got leeches right now. It's a horse. Quick question. What was the thing that we were going to find at Mahadi's? Which of the four things? So, you had heard a rumor okay. from Mad Maggie that uh, she used to roll with a coven. Oh, that's right. It's yeah, right. Three, a three-member coven. Red Ruth. Red Ruth was one of the coven, as well as Gaunt Gela. Right. And uh, Gaunt Gela had a heartstone. You're right there. Are we in the Red Ruth Inn? Oh. <laughs> no, that's pretty great. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> She believes that uh, Red Ruth <laughs> murdered Gondela to take her heartstone. <coughs> and you right. have heard that uh, Red Ruth is a regular visitor to Mahadi's. Okay. Um, didn't we also think they had a lead on a second item? Or, no, we were we were in the neighborhood of, uh, what's his name, Gond's son that lives in his own helmet. Oldrick the Tinker. Yeah. I think this was on the way to that. Yes, Amber. yes. Two in the tinker, one and in the tinker. <laughs> and drink. <laughs> yes. Um, but you now, this is this is a little bit uh, kind of upbeat here. Let's <laughs> let's let's bring it down a tone. Um, <clears throat> so instead, you uh, you are now in Mahadi's Emporium. It's before you've gotten your long rest. Uh, you have paid your dues, you paid your one soul coin to uh, rent a hotel room, which is in a demi-planar space that's not technically on Avernus. Mm. Um, you are able to drop off your things. Mahadi ensures you that uh, the utmost care will be taken to uh, keep you isolated from the other guests if you so choose, uh, allow you a free run of the luxuries and services that he has to provide. Um, your items are safe here on his word as a lawful being in a plane of law. Um, he's willing to make whatever concessions that you need to feel safe here. Lulu does not feel safe here. Lulu very was like eyeballing this dude in a way that she's like, something about him was just not quite right. Yeah, and I tried to ask her what was up and I beefed my roll, so that's the last thing I remember. <laughs> yeah. It is in fact hell, so like everything's a little not quite right about everyone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> Let's plan, fam. Um... Let's well, first not... of all, how are we doing? Do we need to stop everything and take the long rest? Um, I'm good. I'm good. I'm only down a few. It's not, not horrible. Yeah, I'm, I'm... How are you on spell slots? I have only used one. Okay. Yeah, I don't think we had Actually, a combat. No, we had the Vrock combat, but that didn't take long. Yeah. And you didn't actually fight in that combat. You were just scavengers. Yeah. yeah. Um... And we took a long rest at Four Knucklebones prior to that, so we should be pretty well set. 
Essentially, you're taking a long rest to not get exhaustion because you've been traveling for a while. Right. No, that's true. But we can still poke around the, the Emporium without worrying too, too much. <clears throat> um, should we start working the stalls and asking about Red Roof? Yeah. Also, because I've been sick, I'm probably going to forego most of my Dragomere voice for the day. It's going to make me hack and cough, and it's going to be disgusting yeah. everybody. Okay. Yeah, you know. <coughs> You just introduce everything you say with in Russian. Yes. In Russian. Asterix in Russian. Just imagine Colossus is saying it. <laughs> Couple other things, by the way, from last time that you guys did interact with while you were here. Uh, you met Fet Allah, which is uh, an Amnizu de- uh, devil, which is a very bloated, round, uh, sort of like frog faced, devilish creature. Uh, wearing long, flowing, comfortable robes. Uh, looks like a perversion of clergy, basically. Like a big, fat clergyman. Uh, <laughs> what was that name again? Uh, Fet Allah, which is F-H-E-T, apostrophe A-H-L-A. I don't think I gave you his name last time, but you did talk to him. Um, he runs a business called From Here to Avernus, the purpose of which is that he has a number of imps that he uses as infernal couriers. He's basically the post office. Ah. So if you wish to send, right. if you wish to send a message, he has the ability to do it. Um, if it's just like basic information that needs to be transmitted, and you know where the recipient is, he'll do it for earthly currency. <coughs> but if you have something that's more specialized, uh, like delicate information or something that requires uh, magical communication, he'll charge you soul coins for it. Um, he does have the ability to act as a notary as well. So if you need to have an infernal contract signed, uh, he has a notary public in hell. <laughs> Uh, and he <laughs> is able to do that service for you at the cost of 100 GP for one soul coin. Yeah, that makes sense. The hell is the realm of bureaucracy, so... Yep. Um, <clears throat> Everyone's a notary here. <laughs> His post office stuff includes not just messages, he's also able to send parcels. So if you need to send an object somewhere... Everybody's a notary here, but there's a rule that you can't notarize your own documents. So mm-hmm. everybody's got to go through everybody else. <laughs> um couple things about Fet Allah. Uh, he does have the ability to do parcels up to five pounds. He can do it for a single soul coin. Uh, and it can go anywhere in Avernus. So, if, for example, if you have something that weighs less than five pounds, you got to send back to Mad Maggie. You don't have to go all the way back. Um, oh, so like if we get... If you a, find one of the parts, you may not necessarily have to drive back if you can find the hotties in Porium. If we can find the hotties in Porium and then pay an additional yes. soul coin. So it's a soul coin to get it sent. If, it, uh, if it's larger than five pounds, he'll do up to 50 for two soul coins. It's like an airline. Yeah. yeah. It's also like a Kinko's. You can make copies there and yeah. a really shitty coffee. Uh, similarly, for the notary service, uh, it's only one soul coin to have notarize a document, unless that document includes the signing of a celestial name on it somewhere. If there's a celestial involved, he increases the price by 1,000%. Oh, wow. Oh. I- understandable. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so if I make a virginity pledge to God, yes. He's going to charge me like 10 soul coins? He's going to charge you 10 soul coins to Man. ensure that you don't uh, wet your wick. You Man, those, those promise rings are to make that bracelet. <laughs> those. I was, yeah, I was going to wear one of those purity rings like from the South Park episode. <laughs> Not for you, sir. Uh, also, you met uh, Iliac, which was a lawful evil human mage. Uh, he was the one who is de- dealing in demon icor, and the uh, overexposure to it has caused his arms to grow into long oh, tentacles right. that end ah, with yes. fingers. <laughs> yeah, the, the too much hentai guy. Yeah, yep. too much. Yep. Eliac, he also the devil um, of uh, not being able to con- consume gluten. And uh, looking at him for more than 15, 20 seconds, you can see that he doesn't actually have any ears. <coughs> surface on the side of his head. Oh, he's deaf. Yep. He's what? Deaf. It's Brian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Tentacles for hands, no ears. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. No hands for hands. Tentacles for arms. Ah, they ended fingers. Oh, okay. Oh God. Yeah. Are they still flesh colored, or are they like? Uh, yes. Ah, so it's just like he's got no bones. Yeah. His uh, his tentacle arms <laughs> look more like a bruised kind of tissue. They're sort of purpley and uh, that they yellow got suction cups. No cups. Okay. Then that's not very tentacle-y. Shut up. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Um, but he will buy and sell your demon eye course. So if you're interested in buying, it's 100 gold for a flask. If you're interested in selling, he'll pay you 25 per flask. Oh, jeez. Markups. No soul coins? Uh, he only deals in earthly currency because he's just a human. But theoretically, if we were to sell him four vials, he, we could find somebody else to trade that 100 gold for us. Yes. Well, there might be a yeah. Bob's discount demon eye or somewhere in here. <laughs> yeah, but this eye course is good star? for like a year. There's a flat print in it. Uh, <coughs> and you also met Zeneth. Uh, Zeneth was an old hobgoblin warlord who buys and sells uh, devil larvae. 
For some yeah. reason, I just pictured him as does the. Does he uh, deal in soul coins? Uh, he does. Let's find. Why some... you're still some babies? Yeah. <laughs> Let's fucking. Do... We're in hell. <laughs> Fuck it. You said an old hobgoblin warlord, and I'm thinking about the guy that you see at every flea market and gun show that that uh, that is a uh, Nazi memorabilia enthusiast. Oh. And yeah. sells a whole table full of Nazi memorabilia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this dude looks like he is uh, still decked out for war. He's wearing his hobgoblin camo, effectively. Um, but he has like a whole bunch of these little bird cages that are ringed with a much tighter mesh of metal on the inside. And inside are like little crawling grubs. They're about this big. And uh, they are soul larvae, uh, which he describes as being uh, a sort of like prenatal stage for uh, devils as they mature. Uh, essentially, what you know about the cosmology of the event is that people die who are destined to be in hell. Their souls fall down into the river sticks. And they eventually crawl ashore, or they just get silted to the bottom of the river and never come out. Uh, the ones that crawl to shore come out in a couple different stages, and the larvae are like the most basic bitch type of stage. They eventually will uh, grow into either uh, a main or lemure, which are two types of devil you've encountered so far. Very basic, um, uh, sensory, low, uh, very dim creatures. Uh, that basically are just constantly in pain and torment. Like devil zombies. Pretty much, yep. Okay. Um, okay. You, you actually encountered a very blobby boy when you were uh, in El Terrell. I was going to say freshman. Right. Uh, <laughs> just like that. Uh, no, or seniors. they occasionally take on uh, humanoid shapes and become practitioners of hell, uh, or petitioners, I should say, uh, where they are basically just themselves as they were in life, but they are now in constant states of torment and must endure in this place. Most of them become that. Since their souls hit the river sticks before they evolve into something, you know, some greater form of Pokemon, do they um, <laughs> do they remember their past life at all? Some of them have vague memories, <clears throat> but they generally come out very different. Yeah, okay, makes sense. Yeah, uh, going devil, to hell will do that to you. Those who come out as devils come out as devils in a stage of their development where their minds are so non-functional that it's almost irrelevant if they could remember anything. Gotcha. Uh, whereas those who come out to become practitioners <clears throat> in hell. Uh, are aware of what deeds led them to this road, but they are not familiar with any other specific details of their lives. Right, right. Okay. I'd like to make all that. <laughs> uh, and with that in mind, uh, Zeneth is here selling these larvae before they've matured. Uh, it's sort of like uh, putting a quarter in the machine and getting one of those plastic eggs with a toy inside. Mm. You don't know what that larvae is going to become. Uh, however, devils also occasionally eat them. You can also put them in that penny crushing machine. And so come out soul coin. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it comes out. It's a fake soul coin. Oh, you can't spend yeah. it on anything, but it's got like a cool emblem on it. And then in addition to that, there's uh, a whole team of uh, like roadster roadie type guys. Uh, they fix the machines. They help break down and set up the tents. Um, they are literally just the guys setting up the show, basically. Uh, they're a the roadies. Of, yeah, they're like hobgoblins and orcs and like other mundane. <laughs> How do you think races. they got the hell? <laughs> um, and they're all wearing like uh, rags and like steampunk uh, accoutrement, and they are uh, rushing about just like fixing shit, setting things up. Uh, they have like a mobile defense platform. It looks like a vehicle with a big gun on the back, uh, which they park behind the horseshoe in case anything attacks Mahadi's Emporium. Uh, and you've heard rumors of people that have tried to attack Mahadi's Emporium, and it's gone very poorly. Mm. Um, there are also about a dozen other merchant stalls. Anything you want, magic item-wise, you can probably find here for the right price. But yeah, you haven't yet bumped up for your long rest. What's the plan? Well, I think if we don't need to take a long rest right away, maybe we should start uh, schmoozing with some of the, the stall vendors and see if anybody knows Ruth. Ruth. Do we know <clears throat> when Red Ruth was said to frequent here, was she frequenting here as a customer or as a, like, setting up shop and selling stuff? Um, Maggie gave you the impression she was a customer, but she didn't outright say it. Okay. So maybe if we start asking some of the stall vendors if they know her. Yeah. She's that old lady who, like, goes to the flea market, like, every Sunday and just buys a bunch of random crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think uh, I'm going to start with uh, Zenef. Because okay. uh, soul larvae sound like the kind of things that a hag might use as like a spell component or a okay. snack. snack. Yeah, <laughs> wrapped in bacon and then fondue. Just like in a bowl, like popcorn. God, wrapped in bacon and fondue. For some reason, I envision this guy with a the sign is made out of old pallets and it says chainsaw sharpening and live bait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like, it's like some sort of some sort of the thing or chest thing or something. He uh, he's dressed out with the um, he's got like big metal shoulder pads, like ribbed steel bands over the shoulder pads. 
uh, with fur set on the inside. It looks very warm, and he's wearing a round hat with a, a spike in the middle, like a Mongolian, mm-hmm. mixed with a World War One German Kaiser helmet. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got really, really like thick. Poppins Corkin. Yeah. Really thick eyebrows, and the hair in the eyebrows is so long they arch to a point at the sides of his head. Yeah, he's kind of Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's 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 it's not tough look to pull off, man. Yeah. Pull look he's off. a hot goblin. Hot goblin. <laughs> hot goblin in your area. Uh, <laughs> hot goblin these nuts. <laughs> I was about to say hot knob goblin. Yeah. Give him the duck. No, no, that was a good one. I like that one. No, give him the duck. <laughs> I demand you duck this man immediately. Yeah, um, pass the Yoda down. <laughs> you get the Yoda because so you're old and wise. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll, <laughs> didn't quite work. I'll uh, I'll start uh, start with him and uh, just uh, I you know I, I'll be I'll be I'll be dragging me about it and be kind of upfront and be like you know I'm looking for a, a, a customer. She's uh, goes by the name Red Ruth. I, I think she uh, might have something I wish to purchase from her. Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Come on, charisma boy. I'm trained in persuasion, though. No. Okay, what'd you get? Uh, four total. This is, um... Uh, I am unfamiliar with this creature that you speak of, but I have a request. And he looks over, and Mahadi is now greeting some other, like, devilish cohort that's coming in to buy shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, the one over there that calls itself Mahadi... I would have you slay it. Whoa. <laughs> uh, um, that escalated fast. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, I am not a mercenary, nor am I an assassin, uh, but I would I would question why you would wish to kill the the uh, organizer, the owner of this establishment that you're making your money on. He says, uh, this is not the plane I was meant to be on. I was meant to be waging war eternal on Asheron. Which one's that? Uh, it's basically Hobgoblin Valhalla. Oh, that's cute. Um, there no U-Hauls in Eris? You can just like, rent something and go. <laughs> Do you petition all of your customers to carry out this mission for you? Only the ones that look like they can handle themselves in a fight. He looks over at these new like guests that are arriving. Yeah, and it's like some spine devils. It's like dudes you squashed. Yeah, when you were yeah. still up above. Yeah, and there's yeah. like mom spine devil and dad spine devil and like six spine <laughs> devil kids. They like, like Mickey. They have Mahadi. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I just picture like you know you you see the the far the, the far off shot. Of, <laughs> see the far off shot of Mahadi's boring. You see Dragon Ring lumbering through in full plate mail. And I was like, why did you ask me to kill him? I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a metric fuck ton of you. He, um, when you start to balk and it looks like you might not do it, he goes to his little cash register setup. It's sort of like a, a steel box with a wooden pull drawer in it. Mm-hmm. And he pulls the drawer out and he undoes the clasp and the chain comes loose and he pulls the drawer out. And inside is a sack of gold coins mm-hmm. and nine soul coins. And he says, I'll turn it upside down if you can slay that one. Ooh, that's a pretty good deal. Uh, uh, but also, if we fuck it up, which, knowing us, we are likely to do. <laughs> I will, uh, I will keep that in mind. In the meantime, if, uh, if Red Ruth happens to come by your stall, let me know. Very well. In the meantime, I'll have one of those Cornettos and a yeah. <laughs> And when he rings it Let's up, it's the old-fashioned cash register, and the whole flag yeah. says, kill Mahadi. Yeah. I think we should go to the barber, because, at least in my head, the, the hair salon is a place of gossip and trading secrets. Mm, that hot goss. And uh, Mad Maggie mentioned that Gongella had beautiful golden hair. What if Red Ruth also took something... Like a scalp? Like a scalp. And now she's wearing it like a wig? Oh! She, these are my extensions. <laughs> All natural, no synthetic. <laughs> Which they are technically natural. I, not, a, not from her head. <laughs> Love us. Okay, Snatch okay. that. Get it. That's Get what it. she said. <laughs> My name's Gala. <laughs> Let's play a different game. Let's play That's our next character. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't want to play Scrabble. That was then. autumn when we played that campaign for literally two sessions. Uh, good shit. So yeah, you're gonna go to uh, Bernie the Barber. Yeah, let's go. All right. Um, first off, what is everybody's alignment? Uh, 
Waffle neutral. I think chaotic good. Yeah, I think chaotic good is appropriate. For You're definitely like chaotic good. You're the definition. Aww. Aww. Thanks, yeah. Ben. You're welcome. Chaotic <laughs> <laughs> to neutral good. I'm lawful neutral, but I'm definitely leaning more towards lawful good ever since Theo died. What a gross bastard. Yeah, I know. Aww. Disgusting. Theo smells like a hundred dead butts. Uh, there is a, uh, a small wooden sign. It's a very small sign. It's only about this big. Maybe eight inches diagonal. It must be this lawful to enter. Or <laughs> oh, shit. Um, it's a small wooden sign, and the sign uh, indicates barbershop uh, options. Basically, it's uh, like sideburns, one GP, uh, cut and a shave, three GP. If I don't have sideburns, can she give me sideburns? Are you going to ask her? I don't know. No. I'm, just, I'm asking you. I'm not going to do an accent for her, by the way, but she uh, she comes off as very, like, uh, the Arabic, Manny. Arabic sounding. <laughs> <laughs> But she uh, she has this sign and it's all like you know beard and trim, uh, basic cut, Brazilian. Um, she also has uh, a smaller sign that hangs underneath it, and it's this sign is only about four inches diagonally, and it's medical services, and it, it is like bloodletting, amputation, um, that sort of thing. Pee hole beginning. I can do that. Don't don't <laughs> don't. <laughs> and you know, combination. That's, oh, the other, that's the other game. <laughs> no more. You know, some people like the sound of that. <laughs> da, 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 da. <sighs> I could, I could, I could get her credit. We got, we got GP. I got GP. Yeah, we, we got, got GP. Especially, you know, the whole party could get a shave and a haircut for 10, 10 gold. For two bits. Yeah, except that they're actual bites. <laughs> <laughs> actual <laughs> bites. <laughs> they just eat your hair. Yeah. Ted Cruz, is that you? <laughs> Sadly, he's not dead yet. Um, but he'll be here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't really need a haircut. I don't have hair. But you can go for a like. I'm like, with you, man. A, a dome polishing. Well, you like this steam it, and then, like a little trim. But haircut might also imply getting your hair. Is it extra for like wash? Uh, no, actually it's not. Oh. And also, they, she oh, does have we're a, having a wash a and paint shine. Wash and so Maybe I'll get my paint nice and shine. Yeah, yeah well, at least if we, uh, we'll pay gold pieces at least for a bath here rather than spending soul coins at Mahati's. Or like we used to go to the bathhouse in, uh, Helm, you know, Helm's Deep. <laughs> <laughs> That's an interesting, uh, blame shift. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that scene from the director's cut of Two Towers? Gimli's getting his bone bone and larg into the bathhouse. Jesus Christ! Baldur's Gate is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, that place. Yeah, we want to go Yeah, rinse after the puto. Yeah. Bernie's That's setup is such that only one person can enter at a time. Who's going to be the first person to step right up into Bernie's okay. barbershop? All right. Yeah, we'll get a little... Let's uh, send the be... wizard in alone. Yeah, you're uh, you're getting just a basic haircut and uh, like a hair wash? Yeah, a little wash and cut just to get the dead ends off. If she could like rebraid it nice, that would be good. Yep. Uh, it takes her like 15 minutes. She's pretty adept. Um, she clips everything off. She gets it all cleaned up and tidy for you. Does the whole like... Uh, brush with the talc and all that sort of mm-hmm. shit. Um, the talc does leave a very bizarre tingling feeling, and it's because it's uh, a Vernian talc, so it actually burns a little bit. It's like icy hot. Okay, I'm, I'm kind of into that though. Um, but it's like aftershave. As a tiefling, you probably didn't care. Yeah, that was um, nice. Don't put it on your balls. <laughs> I mean, you can. You shouldn't though. You wouldn't like it. You can't. Says you. <laughs> but you can. There's nothing <laughs> physically stopping you. Little capsaicin. <laughs> uh, it costs you one gold coin. Okay. Uh, while I'm while I'm getting my hair cut, um, I ask uh, Bernie. I'm like, so what's a what's a human like you doing in a plane like this? This <laughs> slut. <laughs> I'm being friendly, okay. slut. Um, Bernie, want to take me to the back? Shave my butt. <laughs> it's probably a service shop. <laughs> um, Little wax. <laughs> Bernie explains that, um, much like many of the other vendors at Mahadi's, uh, one is it's a great way to make a lot of coin. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, it's a great way to travel the planes in safety, in relative safety. Uh, and three, everybody here is indebted to the uh, the ringmaster in some way, and mm-hmm. uh, most of them serve by acting as merchants in his emporium. One of the uh, one of the other guys was like, "Hey, kill Mahadi. Is that like a 
common sentiment around here? I mean, like, I, I, I understand a, some resentment, but is it really that bad? Give me a persuasion roll. We're dead. I think it's just eight. Okay. She says, uh... It's definitely just eight. <laughs> I couldn't really speak to the other vendors. I don't really talk to them much. They don't have much interest in me. Hmm. You happen to uh, know any hags, witches of a certain age, who come around here for services? We're, um, we heard of somebody, what's your name, uh, Red Ruth? Have you... Uh, give me a persuasion roll with advantage. Okay. Yeah, every time somebody says Red Ruth, I'll be here Red Ruth then. I'm sorry. Uh, 12? <laughs> we'll leave a hag on for you. That's still great. Oh, God. Um, she says, ah, I've seen certain fake creatures come in. Uh, typically, it's uh, they want services that are not really what I provide. She says, typically, I look to um, clean things up, mm-hmm. uh, trim split ends, uh, braid hair, wash things. You've done a great job, by the way. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Uh, and she does seem like genuinely pretty pleased with her work. But she also says, yeah, with the fae, they generally are looking for specifically that variety of fae. Uh, not beautifying services. Uh, mm. Quite the opposite. Mm. Uh, and I'm afraid that my work doesn't typically resound with that. Do you ever know, like, where, like, if there's anywhere else, like, at Mahadi's that they frequent a little bit more? If there's anything, you know when they come around or anything. We're just, like, looking to link up and get some information from some people. Um, she says, I, I know that Mahadi operates a number of other services that are beautifying adjacent. Um, maybe check with Mahadi. She says maybe uh, they might make regular use of his mud baths, for example. I'm not sure. Mm. Oh, that does sound... Oh, oh, it's probably not nice. It's probably, like, spicy in, like, a melt-your-skin-off kind of way. She says, yes, it's it's boiling Avernian mud. I would okay, recommend yeah. it for one of your complexion. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Love your cosmetologist knowledge. I really appreciate, really appreciate that. With the day we've had, this is really refreshing. Your summer, not winter. Yeah, exactly. Give me a perception roll. And how many hit points do you have? <laughs> it's a fourteen, and I have fifty-four. Cool. Okay. Noted. Nice. That's not a question you want to hear from the DM. <laughs> I think it's just Ben checking in on a man every once in a while. Because, like, if you don't pay attention, her hit points will start ticking down. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, she's dead. Well, that's okay. In 20 minutes she'll be like, 12? Yeah, it's, it's like... What happened? You know, I don't know! When you drive a shitty car for five minutes. that like, leaks oil and stuff like that, and yeah. you just gotta keep topping it off. Yep, yep. Alright. Uh, but yeah, she uh, she finishes up the service for you. She, uh, she charges you the one gold coin. Um, she too has one of these like steel banded oh, boxes. I tip her, I tip her an extra gold coin because I'm nice. Uh, she's grateful for it, and she puts it in her little sliding wood drawer. Pause there. Later, she puts it in her. Also, it's customary. Right? You tip She puts it in her box. <laughs> I want to set a good example for anybody who listens. You tip your hairdresser. <laughs> and uh, once you are wrapped up, she calls in next, and she starts sweeping up little bits of tiefling hair. Oh, I'll go in. It's a tiefling. <laughs> it's tiefling. It is Nemea. Uh, I'll go in next and, okay. like, get the beard washed and braided and trimmed. Um, you said you are, like, neutral good? Yeah. Okay. Um, are you going to ask her any questions while she's providing the service, or are you just going to let it ride? Um, I'm going to basically ask the same thing that Maya asked. Okay. You're going to get more or less the same information yeah. that Maya just got. Yeah. Uh, however, at the end of it, she sort of looks you over and she's like, ah, that wasn't much work at all. Uh, this one's on the house. I still give her two gold. She tries to give one of the coins back to you. No, please. You've you've done such good work. She raises an eyebrow, but she puts both in the drawer. Yeah. Who's next? <laughs> you didn't slice my neck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die, aren't I? Yeah, so Xander's going to actually write um, a very long letter. He's going to write one long letter and... Like one postcard. Um, the long letter is a letter to the lady who is taking care of Celise, mm-hmm. and it's going to be basically something he wants her to read to Celise when she's sitting there. And it's going to be remembrances of like happy times. And I mean, I remember when we went to the park, and it's just going to be a whole bunch of that stuff. And I, I'm, I'm asking her to read that to her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fold that up in a letter, and I'm also going to, on the postcard. Remember when we used to hate El Terrell together? Yeah, that's <laughs> right. That's right. 
<laughs> Remember how we always wanted to burn this fucker to the ground? <laughs> Turns um, out it sucks. Turn out it really sucks. Yeah. No, it's all it's all cheery habits. <laughs> no relation of any of this crap. Um, it's nice. The short letter is going to be to is it who's the uh, the Puba and the El Terrell watching over the keep? Is, uh, that Rainier. Rainier. is it Ravengard? Yeah. I always forgot if he was Puba, the bad Rainier. guy or if it was the right guy. Yeah. So the postcard is going to be to Ravengard that we are still alive and still trying and nothing useful to update, but at least we're alive and everything. Hmm. We're sealing both in an envelope, and I'm going to go to this um, post office dude, and I'm going to, uh, I guess, have a conversation with him. Is that Fet? Yep. Fet Allah. Fet Allah. Fet Allah. Yep. <laughs> It's an Avernus postcard. It's just a snapshot of hell with "Wish you were here." Yeah, it's gonna be. A, hopefully, it's a it's a blank piece of paper. You should like scribble like on "Wish you weren't." Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, and he is. Uh, he's like feeding little bits of some sort of worm-like creature to imps uh, that have like little bird cages that they lock themselves in. They're sentient creatures, but they actually fly into little bird cages and lock themselves in. So they're like the in. pigeons of they're the carrier yeah. pigeons of night. It's, uh, it's very degrading, and that appears to be part of the idea. <laughs> um. Uh, yes, uh, you send messages. That I do, sir. Step right up. Do you know this, uh, you have, must have seen, and I'm, I'm not sure if we're near El Terrell's an island, but I'm going to ask you, have you seen the island that is chained above this, uh, plane? Uh, I did. I did see it hanging Formerly. above the docks there. Um, can one of your pigeons here take a letter to a keep on that island? I don't see why not. Okay. Um, I will, uh, describe the keep, and I will say, your imps might not be treated very friendly by the inhabitants, so instruct them to find a way to deliver it, drop it with, drop it from above, or do something. Um, and I will address it to Raven Guard, and I will put, like, I'm sure we had a seal or something, there would be a symbol I could draw on it so he knows it's me, I'm sure there's something we can do. Yep. To go. <laughs> no. <laughs> Probably not a go. Um, I mean the um, the flaming fist, the flaming fist symbol. Yeah. Flaming, yeah. 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 Um, which actually Dragomir has a, a flaming fist signet ring, so that'll oh, be nice. Yeah, here's punch ring. So oh god, never mind. The envelope five feet here. You may borrow. Okay, that's it. It's now a press seal. It's like a kettlebell. Oh god, it's the size of a dinner plate. Oh my god. Um, yes, and you know, just instruct your imps to you know don't go, don't try to approach this place because they might get shot at. So drop it from above, or find some other way, or you know, I'll leave it in your good graces to like figure it out. But. One of the imps is like, "I'll do it as a cat." Delightful. I'll do it with a cat. Hero, <laughs> <laughs> <Here I> run! <laughs> Uh, um, and I will I will pay a little extra for the danger. Okay. Um, the uh, the fee is either one soul coin or one hundred gold coins. Um, do we have hundred gold coins? What do we have for gold? Uh, I don't want to pay a fucking soul coin. I please. have three seventy three. So. I have one hundred seventy three. Because I only got like thirty something. So if I could maybe get a collection from the party to like make up for it. Why'd you spend it all on fucking no, po- pokers and cocaine? <laughs> I never really had it. You never looted any of the cash that you guys Oh wait, found. wait, right here I had 200, I guess I wrote 200 gold left, but I never put it on my sheet, so I have 200 gold. So I'm, I'm so I'm terrible about putting money on my sheet, I never do it. Yeah, I wrote it here, but I didn't It's just it. like a gray smudge, because I erase it so much. <laughs> Alright, so I'll pay 100 gold. Perfect. Then yep, he will, uh, he will smile, and he will uh, withdraw from his little uh, pull drawer. Uh, a very, very brief one-page uh, devilish contract that just indicates that he is now taking on the responsibility of your letter. Uh, and if you read it through, there is nothing especially secret in this document. It just requires a signature that you are assigning the authority of what's in the, the document over to him for transport. Uh, and payment like the will be refunded in services. is not, you know, it's basically like a certified letter. Uh, but because they're devils, uh, he's got this whole one-page contract for you to sign the bottom up to indicate that you are signing over the property to him for the purposes of Nice. So I signed it with a Z, but then I go boom, boom, like a really shitty letter, so it's not my actual signature, but he doesn't. He's not from here. There is uh, an amount of light transfer that comes off the tip of your quill nice. as you sign it. It appears that the intent is good enough for this contract. Okay. Cool. Uh, at which point he takes the contract from you, he puts it in the drawer, uh, and he says it will be done within seven days. Okay. Um, good. Um, do you also know... Uh, um, let me ask this question. Do you know how to find people whose uh, addresses aren't really that well known? 
If I wanted to send a message to somebody that I wasn't quite sure where they are. He says, uh, we have the ability to use magical communication to transmit oh. messages, but there is an additional fee. And he crosses his arms when he says this, but the way that he does it, he's so corpulent that he's crossing his fingers, like tenting his fingers like this over his belly button, which is like a few feet in front of him, so it's like his arms are only extended about this much. Holding a beach ball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he looks like a, like a big fat merchant with uh, like a melty frog face. John Goodman. He looks like John Goodman. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, <it looks> like <laughs> I was going to say Jabba the Hutt, but... A little bit of Jabba the Hutt, a little bit of rock and roll. <laughs> uh, I might actually have a picture of what this dude looks like. Stand by. Uh, oh, I can hardly wait. He sounds like a real looker. He is a beautiful man. Um, <laughs> oh, no. He's high. Oh, no. Where is this man's fancy son. booty? Ah, yeah. Here he is. Um... <clears throat> this fella right here. Oh, jeez. Yeah, there's a yeah, uh, there's a fair amount of Jabba in there. Yeah, yeah he's a chunko. Yep, yep. Big chunkus. Big chunkus. Kind of looks like that one ghost from Ghostbusters. Slimer. Slimer. Yeah. yeah. But really big. He's also like seven foot high at the shoulder, so he's like a big, big man. But he's also very fat. Um, Again, you're just describing John Goodman. Yes. <laughs> um, in my mind's eye, he looks like the uh, if you've read the Monster Manual, the picture of the uh, the Merit. Yeah. The sea genie. With the big, big, big belly. Yeah, it actually looks very similar to that yeah. picture. Okay. Um. So then I'm gonna say, well, you seem like a you seem like a man who, uh, um, is well, quite likely in touch, uh, or at least is aware of certain people in power. Certain people may have more influence in these realms than pretty much everyone else. He storks his giant belly. I, my companions and I, we're looking for, um, uh, we're looking for someone of such power that we might approach to do business. Um, do you know, uh, do you know of a person named Red Roof by any chance? Uh, give me a persuasion roll. Yeah. Charisma bill. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I get fucked every time. <laughs> All right. Uh, persuasion. 13. Says, um, ah, yes, I'm familiar with Red Ruth. She does not partake in uh, Minecraft. Uh, typically, I believe that she comes to speak with Mahadi for matters of personal hygiene. Okay. You wouldn't happen to know if she's in the, uh, in the compound or in the area, would you? Says, no, I have not seen her in some time. Uh, she's probably due. It has been nearly a century. She only comes here once a century. For her regular bath. Ah, okay. Hmm. Didn't Mahadi tell us like directly that he had no idea who we were talking about when we asked about Red Ruth? You haven't talked to him about Red Ruth yet. Really? I thought for sure we asked. You guys I thought we were wanted... trying to be a little like... You didn't want to tell your hand. Yeah, hand yeah. Oh, okay. You basically were super cagey with him because you immediately got the creepster vibes and then didn't tell him anything. Yeah, I'm I'm turning over a new leaf where I'm not turnstiling anymore. We're just gonna, gonna <laughs> just fucking put dick, the dick on the table and move dick, along. Dick out. <laughs> Dicks out for Harambe. <laughs> Dicks out for Mahadi. <laughs> um, okay. So, um, if we could, if we could not wait, because my business is, you know, our business is fairly urgent. Do you know where we might be able to find her? Normally, he says, "I do not." But Mahadi maintains a guest book. Uh, typically, many of the regular guests will leave calling options for uh, messages related to discounts, promotions, newsletters. We send them even if they don't sign up. Coupon books. And... Oh, but it really is hell. <laughs> <laughs> then you sign up for for Red Roost Only Fans, and they don't tell you when you're getting charged for the next month. <laughs> how do you know how OnlyFans charges? Because <laughs> I have a lot of OnlyFans accounts. Because <laughs> I look at a lot of titties on the internet. <laughs> Back in my day, you, can, you had to print out titties with dots on the Matrix printer. It's just two squares. Binary nip knocks. Anyway. Um, okay, so anyway, uh, alright, then I will, uh, I guess I'll thank him for his time. I'll tip 10%. <laughs> Yeah, whatever the, the thing was, I'll, I'll give an extra ten for his time and his information. He will definitely accept it, uh, so it's another ten gold somebody needs to mark yeah, up yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you, you, for whatever reason, you do actually genuinely believe this man's going to transmit the message that you want him to transmit. And he said within seven days, 
But that's it sounds like that's basically just what he reads off whenever he's doing a delivery. It could very well get delivered much earlier than that. Yeah, I, However long it takes him to get there, basically. Yeah, it's intentionally no incredibly sensitive information on purpose. It's just yeah. I uh, I wanted to go back to the barber to get <coughs> my dome polished. Um, <laughs> Does she have dome polishing services? Yeah, she, she does. Her head. Or do yeah, you have to pay yeah. extra for that? <laughs> um, She'll rub her head. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I want to get I want to get the top of my head waxed so so be aerodynamic, you know. Um, oh my god, it's Mr. Disappearing Clean right behind stuff. you. Because it's so shiny. <laughs> because my stuff was so banging already. You know? <laughs> um, but yeah, while while I, while she's got me in the chair, I'll say you know we. we uh, we tried to uh, find the Emporium when it was north at the the Red Crescent. We were going to visit some companions of ours. Companions at the Red Crescent. That's uh, some strange company that you keep, she says. <laughs> <laughs> um, I forgot what was the name of the, the biker gang. The Icker Kickers. Kickers. The Icker Kickers. How can I forget? Uh, yeah, we, we met the Icker Kickers at Fort Knucklebones, and we wanted to see their sick tricks. Ah, yes, well, you did miss quite a performance. Uh, unfortunately, they did not win the uh, the meet this year. Oh, no. Who did? Um, she says it was... Uh, I have a name of somebody here. Bear with me for just a quick moment. The Icker Lickers. The Slick, the slick Pricks. The Slick Pricks of the Icker Kicks. <laughs> She uh, she describes first off she describes a little bit of the scene which was um, the Icker Kickers rolled up with their bikes like they usually do. Mm-hmm. Basically, they are um, they compete. They don't win very often because they're not organized. Right. Yeah. But they they're just anarchists. They show up to win and then don't make decisions. And it's supposed to be like this thing where whoever wins gets to make decisions about the warlords for the next several whatever. Uh. Um, but there's a bunch of different gangs that turned up. There are members of uh, a young necromancer's gang. Uh, that drove uh, cars that were covered in crawling hands. Okay. Uh, those you've seen <laughs> one before. Yeah, that, that, that's uh, the one we saw making the deal with uh, Praetor. The, yeah. the golden Cadillac. Well, yeah. the golden caddy wasn't there. Um, but other members of her gang apparently were. Gotcha. Uh, there were a number of devils that had a giant uh, crimson uh, standard with uh, a number eight put on it with chains. Okay. Um, uh, Legion of the Eight. <clears throat> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah describes okay. uh, Princeps Kovix. Yeah. Uh, the Legion of the Eighth. I am Legion, Legion of the Eighth. There was uh, a specific warlord who attended uh, that they just called Bitter Breath. They don't know what his actual name is because he can't speak. Every time he tries to make words, black smoke pours out of his mouth. Oh, that's uh, fucking metal as hell. <laughs> he was there, and apparently there was some sort of altercation that basically disqualified him and the Anchor Kickers because a lot of his gang are also fiendish hobgoblin bikers. Uh-oh. And there was uh, apparently some sort of biker brawl that was outside the uh, the limits set upon the Bloody Crescents. Well, if there's one thing we know about the Icker Kickers is they can't fight with the damn. No. I want, I want at some point in this campaign, I want us to run to their rescue and help them. In oh yeah, I yeah. really want that. To Whenever happen. the final battle is, we'll have the Icker Kickers by our side. No, yeah, I, I, I want to first rescue them. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> however, she. Uh, this is a long-winded way of saying the winner was uh, a human woman. Uh, named Carol Devoun. Oh, okay. Uh, she attended without her gang in tow. Weird. All right. Solo. Is she is she known? Is her gang known? Is it something somebody you've seen before? Or? She says, I've heard the name before. I've never actually interacted. She's apparently something of a reckless. Oh. Uh, but they appeared to... She she had something, some sort of connection with Theonor, the necromancer. Um, she was making inquiries about her with her gang. Hmm. Does Carol spell her name with or without an E at the end? It is C-A-R-O-L. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's very interesting. It sounds like a, it was a fascinating competition. I'm sorry we missed it. Do we, do we know what she the solo woman looks like? She, uh, she gives you a brief description. She is uh, a mid-twenties woman, um, sort of a, a squirrely, mousy kind of like uh, slender features, particularly by the chin, uh, large eyes. Uh, stringy black hair, um, sort of like a, a like a nebbish nerdy woman, um, who uh, was driving apparently a, a single passenger vehicle that was triangularly shaped and had three gigantic engines strapped to the back, uh, which were described as making a piercing whining sound as they fired up that was nearly deafening for the other competitors. Uh, and she almost managed to get herself killed on a trick where she hit a ramp and went straight up for about 30 seconds 
and then descended back down at terminal velocity. She had some boat ride. <laughs> I just was wondering, and this is not clearly not what it was, but I was like, what if it's the Lamra Because <laughs> we're still looking for her. She's yeah, she's still around here somewhere. Um, she was described as having uh, Coke bottle glasses. Neat. Yeah. Okay. Dirty fingernails. Yep. Yeah. Right. There's a um, lot of people down here. Yeah, it is hell. It's hell. <laughs> So, uh, I, and I will also a little bit more information while she's got me in the chair and say, you know, we're, we're shopping for uh, a short list of uh, rare items, um, one of which was uh, a heartstone that we thought we might be able to locate here at the Emporium. Supposedly somebody owns a heartstone and comes through every now and again. Uh, give me a d20 roll. Don't add anything to it, straight roll. Natural 20. Wow. <gasps> How much damage? <laughs> well, how many hit points do you have left? <laughs> I take one Nemea's worth of damage. <laughs> she says, uh, I'm not familiar with uh, Hearthstone. She says, um, I mean, various rare items come and go through the, the vendors here. Uh, I have heard that certain powerful Fae carry that. Mm. So I would send my search that way. Yeah. Do, uh, do Faye come through here often? I know you already had this conversation with her, but I, um, I wasn't there for that. So. Roll a persuasion with advantage. Uh, 14? She says, I wouldn't say often. Um, she says that the denizens down here are predominantly either devils, demons, or petitioners. The Faye are none of those. She says, <clears throat> there is a, a woman who comes here on occasion with an entourage of madcaps and redcaps, mm. uh, occasionally with a flame skull uh, as well. That's not Maggie. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I thought it was the other person. And I was like, I tried to talk to that flame it's skull. It's Ghost Rider. <laughs> sorry, I got really excited. <clears throat> um, although I haven't seen her in some time. I believe she had bigger mm. fish to fry. Yes. Um... You know, and while you know, while we're on the subject of magical items we're, we're shopping for, I'll rattle off the list. You know, any of these things sound like something you've seen for sale? Uh, she says, I have heard of Phlegathosian sand. Really? Yes. Uh, it is uh, a comp- uh, spell component used in necromancy. Uh, I believe that if you were to look for the necromancers of the Bone Brambles, you could probably find some Phlegathosian sand there. Are they related to Feanor? Uh... She sort of racks her brain for a minute. She makes some sort of memory-related check. Uh, she says, I don't believe they're in any way acquainted, but Feanor is another necromancer of note. It's possible that she has a supply. Okay. Um, certainly it would explain why she makes her residence here. She's not dead. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, while we're at it, uh, I know we already found them in... Poor knuckle bones, but uh, belt of dwarven kind, or what was it, gauntlets of ogre strength? I think were the other ones. She says, "Ah, yes. Uh, I don't believe either of those items are here, but uh, Fet Allah, the uh, the postman, uh, would have the ability to retrieve such items at a cost. Mm. Uh, but I need money, and yeah. the delay on it would be several days. It, it takes his imp's time to yeah. traverse the plane. Mm-hmm. We know where one is. I'm just shopping for a better deal. We don't have a lot of soul coins." <laughs> We're, we're fairly new to Avernus. We're coupon uh, clippers. Yeah. She, she sort of crinkles her nose up when you mention soul coins. <coughs> All we have are yeah. Turkish lira. <laughs> I have a... I have a I've got a whole buff- bag of fricks. I've got, <laughs> already there. I've got eight bucks in buffalo nickels. Nobody wants them. Um, <laughs> you don't care for soul coins? Uh, she says, I find them repugnant. Yeah, I, I... I'm not here by choice, and they remind me that I'm here. Yes, uh, well, we're sort of in a similar situation, um, but currency of the realm being what it is, uh, we were forced to make do. Obviously, I'll pay you for your services in gold. Uh, she says it'll be just one gold coin. All right. Uh, no soul coins, please. And unlike everybody else, I, being lawful, uh, just pay what she asked for. I don't tell. She puts it in her register and then starts... Like cleaning up, she got a broom back there. She couldn't fit your tape in her register. (laughs) (laughs) She could, but just the tip. (laughs) You got her. That's also a drink. (laughs) 
So what had me what had me sort of stunned there is when did Theo die? Was it on the island? Was it in El Torello? Right or was after it down he got here? stabbed. Yeah. Right after. No, but was it in El Torello or was it down here? It was, it was in El Torello. Oh, okay. Because I just they told Raymond Gard how us. we're all great, we're all fine down here, but I didn't bother telling him that Theo had died, so I'm hoping <laughs> Raymond found him Theo died. <laughs> yeah, no, you, um, okay. you, you put up a big fucking stink about burying Theo That's right. Uh, in a place where they could keep watch over the corpse so he That's didn't right. raise his zombie. Okay. I, for uh, some reason, I thought, I thought Theo died down here and I'm like, yeah, really Great. Yeah, sign four names and one's yeah. not Theo, and there's a new person. And Theo, Theo, who? No, you just sign Theo's name, but it's clearly your nice. handwriting and nice. not his. It's like when you try to like forge your parents' signature yep. on the uh, yep. fucking permission slip. Is that for me? Yes. Okay. Like when they change Darren's and Bewitched. <laughs> it's on Viv. <laughs> Alright, nerds. So yeah, uh, anything else you want to do with these people while you're here? I want nothing to do with these people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I hate everything here. Um, should we do our usual uh, ask around and look for, you know, odd jobs, i.e. side quests for soul coins? I mean, we found one. Well, yes. <laughs> That's a very um, odd job. That one, though, I'm very hesitant to take. Um, Why? The specifics, by the way, on that were that he's offering you everything in the register, which is nine soul coins and 950 gold coins. Which oh, wow. is not a bad uh, payout, but like it seems like, wow, we're probably asking for a world of problems if we even start. We're, yeah, yeah, and, you know, we're gonna Nine cause we're gonna points. cause a power vacuum, and and just... not to mention, like this guy literally threw this job at me in like fifteen seconds of conversation. Like I've got to imagine, a anybody who looks semi tough gets the same job offer, and nobody's taking it, or people have taken it and been. Duly swash. It's like I just I went to the Seven Eleven for some bottles of water, and the lady behind the counter says, "Hey, I want you to kill the mayor." Fuck, I like David. Give me everything in the register. Yeah, Kit Kat like, and Mountain Dew. I didn't fucking tell <laughs> anyone. <that. laughs> Lady, lady, please buy me two. Yeah. Watch you to go over to the National Guard base, find the first guy with an assault rifle, and kick him in the nuts. <laughs> if you do it, I'll give you 20 bucks. I think also yeah. the problem with killing the body is not only are we asking for a world of hurt from him, but we have to get out. Right. of this yeah. fortified little place and we're fucked. I, I don't see any reason to take this on. It seems like an unnecessary like an unnecessary bit of chaotic violence for a payout that probably while good compared to what we have already is not good enough for the problems it's going to cause. Yeah, let's let's level if up it, a bit and then like circle back. If it was <laughs> like, I'll give you 500 soul coins to kill Mahadi you'd be like, well I guess we're killing Mahadi because... Yeah. <laughs> But nine retired down here. <laughs> I mean, also keeping in mind, and it this is, is like the Florida. first time that Nemea's gonna give a shit about anybody, but everybody who's here is basically a slave. Yes. To yeah, they're not going anywhere. So if, <laughs> like, we could technically be freeing a lot of people from a lot of bad engagements. No doubt. No doubt. That it would be a good deed, I'm sure. A lot of people would probably be happy that we did it. What? No, there's no freeing you. You're stuck. You said what you, yes. What are you doing? What? You said free people from a lot of bad engagements. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get it. I'm feeling dense today. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, there, there would be some good to come of it, for sure. I just... A, I don't think it's something we can do at 6th level. We haven't even met this person. Have we met her? Mahadi? Yeah, we met her, right? Yeah, him. It's a him. He's the one who greeted us. And okay, also, okay, so, okay, okay. He's the major dog. <clears throat> I, I also want to point out, and I'm metagaming slightly here, and I'm trying to trying to separate the metagame from the actual in-game stuff, because there is some in-game stuff to support it, but, like, he purposefully worded it like that one that calls himself Mahadi. Yeah. Which seems a little fish to me, a little sus. Um, and, I, and the metagame part of it is only because... Ben keeps saying it too. So yeah. um, I'm trying not to read too much into that. There is some some susness going on here. Yeah, what we believe to be Mahadi's Emporium. Right. Yeah, there is some some shadiness. Yeah. Around. Well, also, yes, we would be freeing a lot of people, and that would be an inherently good thing, but not not found. <laughs> wow. Like a, like a southern founding father, but like, yeah. We free these people and disband the Emporium. Then, then what? what? Yeah. 
Um, well, they're just going to all murder each other to try to be in charge of the Emporium. Yeah. Just, it's just going to be a... Well, and don't forget this, And then we get to loot all of the shit that they leave behind when they yeah, kill each other. And, and don't forget, like, this is hell. Game. Like, they're, they, he, this guy could have a magical binding contract will that says, hey, if I'm murdered by a group of ragtag adventurers, then ownership of my slave goes to fucking... Jerablacks the Sounder, who's going to be trying to pay you. He's trying to pay you. Yeah, he's probably the freaking life insurance beneficiary. Oh yeah, I'm also his beneficiary. I forgot to bring that up. It's like the fucking Flying Dutchman. If we kill the hottie, you have to run the Emporium. Yeah. Oh shit. Oh god. That could actually be a really fun campaign. Well, so and on that note, I was saying, if you wanted to completely derail the campaign altogether, we just take over the Emporium, and then we just travel around hell selling. Selling shit and buying slaves. Yes, yeah, get fucked, Ben. <laughs> I mean, technically, pants. that would still advance the plot, so. <coughs> Let's fucking do it! No! <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you want us to kill Mahati, you can kill Mahati with all of your, what, 54 hit points? It's actually Go. 51 now, because you didn't want for a little bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she she sat on a particularly sharp bar stool. <laughs> I breathed in some dust and coughed too hard. Birdie accidentally cut your ear. <laughs> you cut one fingernail too short, oh. and now the fingertip is sensitive. Oh. It's worse when you do it on your toenail, and then your shoes are too tight, and it's like, oh. That's like five at once. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't eat enough vegetables, and it was a hard stool. <laughs> So do we do we want to do we want to work the uh, the bazaar a little bit and see if we can find any side jobs that aren't like direct suicide kamikaze missions? Also, be careful taking jobs here because I don't want to get roped into some more yeah, kind of shit. I don't want to sign a contract. Either. That is real talk. Yeah. You can't sign a contract, right? Somebody gets pissed. Who, who's pissed if we sign a contract? Mad, mad, mad. mad, mad. If you sign up with a warlord, yeah, Hadi is okay. very much not a warlord. Um, so when I was talking to Bernie, though, Bernie sort of referred to the Icker Kickers as maybe not warlords, but like in the same vein. Is, is, is they, they are, are in the same. Context. They are considered warlords. So, okay, so we gotta oh. watch out. And so is our uh, our Grub Boy. Grub Boy is a warlord. The Grub guy boy. who offered you nine hundred fifty. Oh, he's not an Avernian warlord. He's a oh. slave here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's just a piece of shit. He was a warlord in life. He's, just, okay. he's, he's a, a hobgoblin Nazi. Nazi okay. Okay. He's a who? Oh, right. This is the this is the change yeah. shirt my guy. He's like a lowercase w warlord. Yes. He's, he's warlord. an F, which I think is what a non-creative person named Jeff would name their D and D character. <laughs> <laughs> He's Jeff Bezos. Yeah, my name is Zenef Bezos. Please, thank you. Jeff, Jeff Bezos listens to this at all podcasts, and I don't want him to use his vast wealth to ruin my life. He's, he already has. <laughs> he gave me an ear infection. That fucker. We all go home and our Amazon Prime accounts are canceled. <laughs> Worse, they're extended for another year. <laughs> now well, I owe you for life, right. but you can watch season four of The Boys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's capitalism. <laughs> Alright, what's next? Okay, so okay. Moving along. So we're not we're not looking for Let's, side jobs. We're we're the mud bats. That's okay, that's okay. good. Let's do that. Let's, yeah. Uh <clears throat> the mud bats uh, doesn't take a lot of asking around. Um Mahati's obviously eager to sell any upcharge to anyone who asks. Uh the mud bats are a service provided by the Infernal Rapture. Uh it costs two soul coins for a full spa treatment, which involves being fully submerged in the boiling mud of Avernus. Uh, and cucumber slices for your eyes. Nice. <laughs> uh. um. <laughs> they pull you back out. It's just two cucumber slices hanging from two hooks. That's all that's left of you. <laughs> well, no, it'd be like a skeleton until like here. <laughs> cucumber slices. Um. The fresh air on my bones feels good. Is it like open, closed? Like, can I see in there? Uh, it's not a demi plane. It's a private. It's like going to uh, like a hot tub place. You don't share the hot tub with a bunch of randos. Hey, Mahadi, um, I was wondering, there's a friend friend of ours uh, that we're working with who used to run with um, a kindly named uh, Red Ruth. Do you know if she's, like, around here? She's in the baths or anything? We heard um, she's, like, you know... Give me a persuasion roll of disadvantage. <laughs> like, yeah, she's right here. She's been staring at you the whole time. Uh, asking her out. 13. She's getting her chainsaw shot. Was that a 19 on the... <laughs> Thirteen, please. Uh, he says, "I don't uh, disclose client information. Of uh, inappropriate. This is a this is a discreet operation that we run." But meanwhile, I was like, "That is exactly where I was about to go with it." Actually, is he does sort of have the hand extended? Uh, 
in a way that makes it very obvious that he's willing to accept bribes. I was going to say when you sing that, you know, I like keep everybody's secrets. There's like people just walking around butt naked back and forth <laughs> from the showers to the mud pants. Yeah, I mean, he is basically he is working in hospitality, and you can't just go to the front desk of a hotel and be like, "Hey, does is Kate a guest here?" <laughs> you're, you're not wrong. Because um, I tried that for a while, and it ended up with a lot of murder. Contextually, by the way, uh, when you catch up to Mahadi, he is standing in front of a wooden podium, which appears to be like the host stand mm-hmm. for uh, the Infernal Rapture dining service. Uh, and that podium does contain a guest book. 